Hello everybody, post-production Jared here, coming to you from the future! Well, I guess it's not the future, because I'm recording this probably not soon after, or before you were actually listening to it, but uh, due to some technical issues with some of the audio recordings from our Planet of Lotta interstitial episode, we unfortunately had to scrap that whole episode We ended up losing some audio, and through trying every method we possibly could, could not recover that audio. So that episode will have to be scrapped. We're all sad because we really enjoyed our conversation with Chris from One Hour, One Decision. The game itself was a lot of fun, and like I said, we had a lot of cool conversations about not only the game, but kind of innovation about you know 2D platformers and how this differentiates itself from things like Limbo and Inside and how it's very similar to things like those two games but yeah that episode unfortunately will not be out instead we're taking we're opening up cracking the vault of some of our bonus episodes that we have on playalongpod.com so the episode that you're going to hear as you saw from the title is our PS2 draft episode this is probably one of my favorite Uh, bonus episodes that we've done just because there's so much chaotic energy with us stealing each other's picks and and and everything like that so uh apologies if you have heard this episode before but if you haven't enjoy because it is a ton of fun and get excited because we're definitely going to do more drafts like this so if you've liked this episode and things like this there's definitely more to come so again apologies for the planet of lana episode but we hope that you enjoy this one so Have a great day, guys. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, another bonus episode here on our Patreon. I'm your host, Jared, as you know, with Kai and Ben, as always. How you guys doing? Doing uh, well. Good night and hello. Excuse me? Bless you? Did you say good night? I'm so confused. I said good night and it's Turkish for good morning. Oh, wow. Well, that's confusing because okay. it sounds like good night. It so does. should change mm. that. Wait, wait, what's good night in Turkish? Good I morning. don't know. The only things I... I was in <laughs> Turkey for two... <laughs> this is this shows my experience of Turkey. I was there for two weeks. I learned how to mm. say "Günaydın," which is "Good morning." Teşekkürler at the rim is "Thank you very much," or "Teşekkürler" is "Thank you," and "İki bir lütfen" is two beers, please." That was all I learned how <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, two beers, please. Thank you. <laughs> that's, that's all you need for all of our turkish listeners out there we now you, you guys feel included because ben knows a couple words in turkish mm. <laughs> if you're ever if you're ever in turkey or you get the chance to drink fs lager fs is very very nice how, how was turkey was turkey nice nice time? really fucking nice really nice um turkish people are lovely at least the turkish people i encountered i should say um and it's just yeah just a lovely like Lovely. The place we went to wasn't like uh, super touristy, so it wasn't like you know. Ooh, sort of, it was it was more like my granddad. So I, I went to do a scuba diving course. My granddad was oh, a so master scuba, scuba diver. I said, "Kai, you did some scuba diving." Oh, that's not what I heard. I heard, "Oh, cool, you did do." Uh, I almost said skydiving. <laughs> well, I'm real fucked up. Uh, oh wow, you did do scuba. I didn't know you were. Ta- yes, I did. I have. I am certified to scuba. 
Same. Mine, mine's probably expired because of how long ago it was. But yeah, my my granddad. Uh, it was honestly not a great experience. <laughs> I... It's it's terrifying at first, um, mm. but the training of it isn't great. But my granddad was a um, uh, my granddad and my nan were master scuba divers. Um, oh shit! And so, yeah, my granddad was training to become a qualified instructor before he uh, passed away. But yeah, so he he was like, "Come Turkey, we'll teach you how to scuba dive." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" All right. Uh, yeah, my problem was is that I was learning in the Northwest, uh, which is a fucking cold. Um, but where we were specifically learning, there had been it had like rained a fuck ton, so it was super mucky and like you couldn't see anything. Uh-huh. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face where we were doing our like final terrible. dive to get uh, certified. And immediately, we were with the group. It was us about like five people, uh, and me and my buddy were going together. Uh, and we had lost the group and we didn't know how deep we were because we couldn't see down and we couldn't see up. So we just surfaced. Uh, and he, ha- you're not supposed to dive with a head cold, but he had a head cold. And so, oh, did he get the bends? Up, no, he didn't get the bends, but because he had a head cold and he surfaced so quickly, uh, he popped a blood vessel in his nose. And when he Ooh. came up, his entire mask was just like filled with blood and mucus that was like rolling back and forth. And when he took <sighs> off his mask, it was just like puddles oh, of blood awful. running down his face. And so I had to like, swim him back to the shore not and know like, where the group I'm is i'm never doing this again <laughs> yeah i was like this was it was one of the most just like traumatic fucking like especially after doing like six months of prep in like you know pool dives and being like yeah i'm confident to do this and it's just like every fucking thing that could possibly oh, man. go wrong going wrong yeah it was, it was not i didn't bad. like uh they part of learning to scuba dive is you have to do a section where you lose your mask yeah um That's and so you terrifying Oh, it was fucking awful, bro. You're in like, I was in like salt water and you like, you take your mask off, you hand it to the instructor and the instructor will have it like sort of a couple of feet in front of you and you have to swim forward with your mask off, put your mask on. And then what you do is you hold the top of the mask, look up, breathe through your nose and the air displaces the water and pushes the water out your mask. I was was like, how does that work when you're fully submerged underwater? But it's fucking awful. And they make you like practice with uh, losing your mouth guard, like the breathing apparatus as well. So you have to practice getting your emergency apparatus with like just holding your breath underwater. And oh, I fucking hated it. Absolutely. I hated that section of it. The actual diving, amazing. But yeah. um, all of the stuff that can go wrong with diving, not so great. <laughs> Funny enough. There's not, I'm not, I'm not, you didn't, you didn't. The highlight of my diving experience was there's a specific kind of sea cucumber in the Northwest called the Devil's Dick. Uh, uh, it has like a scientific name that they call it the devil's dick. It's about 12 inches long, red and spiky, but they're neutrally buoyant when you touch them. So you just grab these things. You can toss them like footballs and they just like sail <laughs> through the water. They're just these like mm. big fucking cock looking cucumbers. Kai's you know, highlight of his diving experience yeah. was animal cruelty. <laughs> hey, all right. Actually, funny enough, the guy who taught me, who was the instructor for our class, he... On the last day, we like went out to dinner before we did our final test. And he was like, hey, I just want you guys to know that like I'm actually an ex-con, but I'm a psychopath. Like I'm like diagnosed as like psycho- like psychopathy. Like I can't feel empathy. And he's like, it's what makes me a good instructor. But he's like, it's also like I just don't I don't care. 
like what happens to people and he's like that's like part of the reason that i got into this it was like the most like weirdly transparent and terrifying thing to be told about your like, hey so you like, know i don't give a shit what happens to you i'm here yeah, for the paycheck he, yeah he literally was just like yeah i just i just want to like i just want to be transparent in the fact that like a i'm an ex-con but also like i am a psychopath it was like the first i was like i've never known he seemed like a completely fucking normal dude this is the last day yeah Oh damn! After like after like literally an entire fucking two semesters of working with him, he was he at that point he was like, yeah, we're close. To this is this is the this is the time to disclose <laughs> this information that I'm a cool, psychopath. Cool. I know where yeah. you live. It's like if anything's gonna go wrong, if anything's gonna go wrong, it's the day of your final dive. So just so you know, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this is great. That's, that's crazy. This is what you get on the play along pod Patreon. You get. 10 yeah, minutes of scuba talk deep, deep <laughs> fucking uh, fears and cuts would from you, my life would you, would you say this was a deep dive it was a deep dive into oh. my, he's woke up a little bit <laughs> I'm here guys I'm alive I'm, I'm alive. here <laughs> but today's episode is going to be uh, focusing around the playstation 2 favorite little sony console the still unthroned best-selling console of all time so a lot of people must have loved this little guy because hot damn added like 180 million hot damn hot damn <laughs> hot damn it's <laughs> a new catchphrase i'm just gonna say hot, hot damn, damn randomly yeah but we're going to be doing a playstation 2 draft so essentially what we did is each of us comprised of about 20 or so PlayStation 2 games, and then we will pick 12 out of those games to put on a theoretical PlayStation 2 Mini, Classic, or whatever. Sony has done this with the PlayStation 1. Nintendo has done this with the SNES and NES Classic. So we're the PlayStation 2 is old at this point, launching in, what, early 2000s? Around with the GameCube? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 2002, so... Let me t- well, hold on, hold on, okay, hold on. It can't Where be, because one of my games is like 2001. Oh, well, guys, uh, spreading lies. Right, I didn't say anything, 2000. I did guess, 2000, Jesus the Christ. The 2 came out in 2000? North America, 26th of October, October 2000. 2000. yeah. And then the Slimline came out in 2004. That might be what you're thinking. 13-year lifespan, that's fucking long for a console. <laughs> that is long for a console, uh, yeah, Jesus, it was, I didn't it realize it was that long. discontinued December of 2012. Oh, R.I.P. Worldwide, 2013. Yeah, 13 years. Kai, you're just spitting harsh lies today. Okay, well, you? it's fucking, <laughs> it has the Japan discontinued. It's discontinued in Japan before anywhere else. That's some bullshit. Oh, man. Yeah, so we have uh, comprised games here that we're going to be adding to our own individual kind of PlayStation 2 minis. All these games we have either played or have experienced in some capacity, so we have at least some relative knowledge with the game and the franchise itself. What's going to happen is the three of us, will we're going to decide right now who goes first. We will rotate picks and picking games on that console. Once that game is picked, it can no longer be chosen by the other two. They can mm-hmm. no longer I've put that game on This is list. an official draft. There was much deliberation <laughs> Behind yeah. the scenes between Kai and Jared, but it is indeed a draft. A lot of deliberation, a lot of we had to go back to the office and just like, butt heads and really mm. come to Ask the, the boys. 
Yeah. Guys, is it a draft? And they're like, I don't know. Neither of us play sports. How the fuck are we supposed (laughs) to go on a draft? Exactly. Uh, But yes, once once that game is chosen. I realized what I was thinking of, because we were having, sorry to interrupt. I realized what I was thinking of was a bracket. Right. Yeah. But they might and have again, the yesterday. So let me paint this picture for you. Yesterday, Kai was so fucking confident. He's like, "That is not a draft." I was like, I "Maybe." Yeah, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> is it, it a bracket seemed... like tournaments where it's like two, yeah. one yeah. win, and the next one well, goes through? That's what I thought we were and... doing. I thought we were like, "Okay, we're gonna take each of us are gonna pick a game, and then yeah. we three of us decide which of that game determines to move forward." And by the end, we'll have like. Hmm. Ten We're not doing that now, but that sounds like a future no, episode I we could do. Understand. <laughs> See, this is my problem for not a reading the Discord and b having the confidence <laughs> to be like, no, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Kai just rolls out of bed, gets in his chair, and he's like, right, well, are we recording again? Yeah, that's all you need I have you a... show up and you're here and we're like this is what we're doing and you're like i have a list <laughs> you know what more can that's, you true. that's true that's true yeah. you do have sure a list. it was put together while we were warming up for the podcast but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's oh. let's do let's do a dice roll here and with however you can do that and whoever is going to get the highest number will go first and how the order will be whoever goes first say it's kai it'll go kai ben me ben me kai me kai ben that gives equal opportunity for everyone to go first, for everyone to be the second pick, and for everyone to get a last pick, having other two others in front of them. So we all have equal opportunity to lose a game, oh. to get a game. We're equal opportunities podcast. I like it. Yeah, we are. You guys rolling this in our server? Yeah. No. Oh. Oh, we oh. have a D and D server oh, we can we roll do that. in. We can keep each other honest, so I'm not just like twenty. Yeah, we'll roll. <laughs> Resident <laughs> Evil Four. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, what's the ki- what's the command for it again? Uh, explanation roll. Oh yeah. my god! I rolled a nine. Fuck yeah! <laughs> no, you didn't. You rolled an no, eight. You rolled an eight, you dumbass. <laughs> oh, I didn't. See, I didn't see mine. Do you know what's weird is that on the website when I clicked the D twenty, it rolled a nine. And I click. You said, "Okay, roll a d20." So I clicked roll. It yeah, rolled it a nine, nine and now I rolled a nine in the Discord. Okay, Kai, let's see. You get higher than a nine. It's okay. Take your time. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, well, boy, rolls a nine twenty. Looks like you're going first, buddy. Start Ooh. us off here. All right. Wow. Well, I'll be going in that order. Jared, uh, Kai, yeah. me, Jared. Yeah, we'll that go. Feels... Kai. Okay. The one. The example I use is what's going to happen. <laughs> Does it go back? So you so, like the last person goes twice and then goes back. No, it'll be. Oh, just I mean, keep we, we could we can do it that way. No, it'll be no, no, you, no, no, Ben. No, no, no, no. Catan you, rules here. Okay, it'll be you. <laughs> it's gonna be you, Ben, me, Ben, me, you, me, you, Ben, and then it'll it it, it rotates back to the original order. Right, okay. you, you're a sports guy. You're gonna have to remind us of that. Okay, Kai. I'll just remind. I'll just okay, Kai. Kai, what's your first pick? Uh, Resident Evil Four. No, um, my first pick is the. Hold on, need to Google stats so I can do a build up to this. Uh, uh, My first game is. uh, Getting ready to delete one off my list. I know. I'm I'm already third, two thousand and one. Oh no! Jack and Dexter: The Precursor Legacy. Okay, Okay, no, I'm fine. Phenomenal game. Uh, probably one of my favorite games of all time. Developed by the one, the only, Naughty Dog. Uh, yes, that is my first choice. Do I need to write these uh, down? Or are you gonna write nope, these I got, down? Nope, I got, I got, I got out. Don't worry about it. What happens if I call that out again because I forgot I called it out? 
So delete off your I, list. Yeah, delete off just delete off your list. Or I have both of your lists here. I'm gonna write down all of your guys' games. Um, okay. I specifically did not put Jack and Daxter on my list because I knew you were gonna pick it. And if there was a slim chance that you went before me, I was like, you know what? Let's just not put it on my list in general because I am not even gonna go down. Well, that road. I mean, there's two games in particular that I think we both. One of us is gonna get one, and one of us is gonna get the other. So yeah. Okay, <laughs> Ben. What is uh, yours? What is the first on your pick here? So far, okay, I've so not, f- not had to get rid of any of mine. First on my pick is... Um, now, I could have gone fan favorite, okay. but I didn't. Fan favorite's number three. I went Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty. Metal Gear Solid um, 2. The fan favorite is free. I personally prefer to. Um, and hindsight, I probably should have gone with the fan favorite just so I can win the poll at the end. <laughs> but... Two, two is the premier one for me personally. Yeah. Um, I didn't like three. There's a lot of weird mechanics in it. I liked three, but not as much as two. I'm rambling. Metal Gear Solid Two, Sons of Liberty. Two thousand. Any Metal Gear Solid on my list? <laughs> I've never. The old first Metal Gear Solid I played was on this podcast. So I was going to say you yeah. never played them, so I, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's okay. just going to name all the Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> it's just the Metal Gear Solid HD PS2. Exactly. Jack and Daxter. Jack Two. Jack Three. <laughs> Don't. Are we allowed to do that? How does that work? Yeah, that yeah I mean, that? you can do that. You can do that. As long as someone else doesn't have the game, you can do whatever you want, man. Yeah. Wow, there's no yeah. rules. That seems it might, it might no impact rule. your uh, ability to win the fan poll, but I don't know if that's true. Okay, so my first pick is going. I think I'm going to go a heavy hitter because I'm worried you two might take it. Maybe not. But I'm going to be doing the acclaimed rhythm game, Guitar Hero 3. Son of a bitch! Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Guitar Hero 3 Legends of Rock. That is a fucking Guitar Hero 3 plan. Legends of Rock. That was my first Guitar Hero game that I played. And hot damn, it's back again. The catchphrase, did it just take off? Everyone had a Guitar Hero setup in their house. It's for, for young Jared in middle school, playing guitar, not being great at it. Guitar Hero 3 was the perfect game because I can feel mm. like I was good at guitar it, we brought it out during parties. It what you had? you had like living on a prayer, so uh, many good misery songs. business, purple haze by Jimi Hendrix. Wasn't that the one with fire, through the fire and the flames? Yep. Slow ride yeah. uh, through the fire and the flames no. was like the ending. After you beat the game, the credits you played through through the fire and the flames, and you couldn't oh, lose. <laughs> oh, you so couldn't good. lose. Oh, you could, okay, you could lose at the very end, but yes, Guitar Hero Three is my first pick. Okay, so who goes now? Oh, Ben, you are up next. Okay. Uh, I'm debating this so much. I feel like I'm going to get in with one that is probably going to come up. Uh, Let me just find out. Uh, Release-wise. Okay. The 2004 action-adventure game by Rockstar North, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Okay. I have a Grand Theft Auto game on mine, but it's not that one. You have Vice City on yours? That's the one you chose? No. Right, be GTA free. Oh, GTA. No. Isn't that on PS3? Was that four? No, it's I not don't know. But San, and, San Andreas is, San Andreas is, is the, uh, arguably the premier. best. <laughs> premier, yeah. Just, uh, there's Taking nothing that, that needs to be said. shit off my list. Yeah. That game also <laughs> massive. I didn't realize how big the San Andreas map is. It was so big for a PlayStation oh, 2 crazy title. crazy big. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Okay. Oh, so it's my turn now. Okay. Um. Oh, what should I do next? Like I'm not ever gonna get to go. 
Well, you're, you're, you're going to go last. Like, I went last. Okay, I'm going to do this one because I feel like it's going to be another popular game that if I don't do now, it will not show up. Or uh, someone's going to take it. So this is the 2004 racing game, Burnout 3 Takedown. Son of a fucking... I mean, go on. I just wrote the word burnout, so technically I'm going to take it off the list. (laughs) Were you you specifically thinking about three? Because there's other burnout games. Whichever one we played. We played three. (laughs) Burnout Free Takedown is the premier fucking burnout experience. Oh my gosh. And I'm blanking of the game mode at the top of my head because I know that it wasn't the the crash mode. mode. Yeah, the crash mode where you would drive into traffic and then you would just try to gather as much experience and money as you can from the destruction. A couple games have tried to kind of replicate that. Some indie titles have tried to replicate kind of the burnout formula and and paradise was good on the 360 but i feel like it never hit the the stride no. that burnout 3 takedown did never and i'm eagerly i hate remasters but yeah this is one if somebody remade burnout free takedown i would buy it in a heartbeat there's there's some close ones for sure look, look up indie i forgot what they're called then I'll, I'll find what the names are of them but there's a couple indie racing games that are very similar to burnout 3 they're just not mm-hmm. burnout if you want a really trippy experience after the podcast, uh, listen to a song called "Memory" by a band mm. called Sugar Sugar Cult. That was the menu music. Yeah, that exact one. Nope, um, that will um, instantly transport you back to playing Burnout Free Takedown. Such a good game. Okay, Kai. Well, I mean, okay, November fourth, two thousand and two. Uh, another uh, legacy developer for PlayStation games, Insomniac Games, came out with the first in the franchise, Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet. Uh, which... <laughs> why why are you surprised? No, I'm not I think, surprised. It's just I like... think I've played more Ratchet and Clank than any game ever in my entire yeah. life, maybe next to Pokemon. Like those two are probably the games I've played more, and I've played Absolutely. more Ratchet and Clank by <laughs> myself than any game i've ever played usually i would play pokemon with jared mm. uh, but ratchet and clank was my first love of video games it was the first game i ever got on the ps2 it was the game that my father <laughs> bought with my ps2 um lots and, of fun memories uh, of ratchet and clank this it, is the original right games. the first one this is the original the very first one yeah the gotcha. humor the fucking the, the, the gameplay the amount of weapons i mean i had zero contact so i didn't know if it was good or bad but now i know it's good so. you're like it's actually pretty good Yep. Okay, so now it is my turn, and I will choose. I think I'm gonna again. My my choices are just based off of uh, how I think you guys are going to pick them. So I think this is probably on Kai's list. Maybe it's not, but I'm going to choose. This is the 2004 title, a kind of deviation from the the genre prior, but this is The Sims 2. You oh, fucker. that was not on my list. No, you fucking bitch. Okay. Kai and I played. So much Sims 2. Like a, a, a unhealthy amount of we didn't live our actual lives, we just when lived Sims 2. You're a horny lives. 12 year old. Nothing is as exciting as living <laughs> someone else's life. Exactly. What we would do, this one was interesting too because it wasn't the top down that a lot of the PC games were known for. They changed it to a third person perspective. So you would walk around as a, your third person character and you do all the Sims stuff you would do. But Kai and I would get a plot of land and then b- build two separate homes. And then we would connect those homes with a giant pool in the backyard, and then we would just live our lives. And that was the that was the dream. That was the dream. 
Still is the dream. One day we're still is the dream. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> not in this economy. <laughs> not, not in this, well, we're gonna have to in this economy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sims Two is my third pick here. Okay. Yeah. So Kai, you're up. Um. Ooh, there's so many like ones I don't want to have taken from me. That's right. What, that's that's that's the mean. That's the name of the game. It's the strategy. Okay. Uh, once again, I'm just, I, I really don't care about winning, to be honest. I just care about walking down memory lane and enjoying okay. what the console that shaped my entire understanding of video games. September 21st, 2004, uh, Star Wars Battlefront, the first one. That's a good pick. Maybe that was not on my list. Of, but... Maybe one of the greatest third person. That was on my list. Ever made. And yeah. definitely one of the best experiences of like co-op couch gaming from oh, my gosh. youth. Yeah, we played so much split screen Battlefront. Yeah. Ah, that means me. Yep, you're up, Benji. Number three. Well, we was discussing, uh, I can't remember if it was before the recording or just as it started, how the PS2 was the console of movie and TV tie-ins. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> 16th of September, 2003, saw the release of Simpsons Hit and Run. Probably Ooh, one of the fucking. I was, I was very close to putting Hit and Run on my list, but I did not. One of the fucking most fun third-person games that you could play on PS2. Mm-hmm. I frequently had dreams about owning the uh, checkered uh, rocket car from that game. Yes. Oh so, man, that's a, that's that, a that game was just like it was like Grand Theft Auto, but it was a cartoon, so it was like justified mm-hmm. to play as a kid. And it's like, oh, that's just like a cartoon. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, and it was like it was also weird because like when you <laughs> when you like if you hit a character, they never like fell down. They sort of just like tumbled yeah. around. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> they had like jiggle physics. They were just kind of like yeah. Yeah, they sort of they stayed. They never fell. They just stayed perfectly upright and just tumbled. Oh man, that's that brings me back. I want to play next main series Simpsons and Run. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking copies of that are expensive. Oh yeah, they are. Okay, right, you're up. Am I that number four? Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yep. I have no idea how this system works. Because uh, we, we, we okay. went all through around all of us, and now it's back to the you beginning. Can, you can you. explain to me. Okay. <laughs> I'll just I'll just let you know if it's your turn or not. It is your turn. Uh, the very aptly named Pandemic Studios in their June twenty first, two thousand and five smash hit, uh, destroy all humans. Which... Oh fuck! Nice. How did I forget this game existed? I also forgot this game existed. Uh, I we played a lot of Destroy All Humans, and it was God, edgy yeah. and weird and a little sexual, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. With there's that scene where you like jokes. you like kidnap the girl and she's like having an orgasm as she's like yeah, being she's up into your an ship. Orgasm as she's being taken into the ship. It's very it's a very weird tone, uh, but it's a good game. It's kind of like what the later Saints Row games come before yeah. their time. Mm. Yeah, and I believe they remade it in 2020, or they reskinned. They it? did. Yep. They remade it, and they remade the second one too. Trail Humans Two got a remake as well. There you go. It's odd that you uh, see a remake for both, like like multiple games in a, fr- a franchise. Usually, we just get yeah. a couple. But yeah. Okay, Benji, what's your number four? My number four. Uh, I got a feeling this is going to come up, so I'm going to use it. I loved this game so much. Uh, October 2003. Ubisoft Montreal, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Ooh. You fucker. 
I'm sorry, Kai. I'm running but... out of games. <laughs> Prince, oh, Sands of Time was such a fucking great game. So um, good. And that whole rewind mechanic of like when you fuck up, you can like go back, and it spawned this entire franchise of like was it like the two thrones and you had um, yep. warrior within and we're still waiting on the sounds of time remake still yeah. waiting on it not only was that game banging on the ps2 it also fucking rocked on the game boy wild that it was the same box art and like they just kind Whoa, of made really? two completely yeah it's the sands of time on the game boy and sands of time on the ps2 have the same fucking art but the games are completely different. Same it's mechanic it's, it's so interesting, one. like, the handheld versions of games back then, because they just, any game that was, like, a PlayStation or GameCube ported to Game Boy or handheld was just, like, a 2D platformer. They were all just, like, yeah. 2D platformers <laughs> is what they, they could, like, side-scrolling, side-scrolling 2D platformers with the same weapons and some of the same yeah. mechanics. Yeah. That game was also the predecessor to Assassin's Creed. That eventually became Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Yeah. You're and welcome, it's... America. One of the uh, biggest black marks on Michael Fassbender's career was making the. Ooh, this, oh no! This, this has a screen movie. Yeah. No, uh, oh. Jake Gyllenhaal was the Prince of Persia. That was it, Jake Gyllenhaal. I was trying to think who the Prince of Persia was. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. That white Persian man. <laughs> I mean, he's still hot, so he, he gets uh, away with it in my book. Uh, okay. Take the, sc- um, the Swifter scarf back, though, bro. Like you can't. I know you can't just keep that forever, you know uh oh man okay i don't know what to pick next let's go with all right let's go with this so this is july 10th 2002 namco's three fighter soul caliber 2 this was so nearly on my list, but I went with a different fighting game. I was yeah. debating between Soul Cali 2 and the one I've got. I play I played so this is one that I dabbled in. I played Soul Calibur 2 a little bit on the PlayStation 2 for sure. I played it much more on the GameCube because the the secret character in there was Link, and having Link in a fighting game like that was just amazing. The Xbox got spawned, which was cool. I don't know if PlayStation got a specific character. I don't think so. For this one, at least. Because I know later later iterations, like... Soul Calibur 4, you had, like, Yoda and Darth Vader. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, but I played so much Soul Calibur 2. This game also having, like, the character creator that you can do. So you can, like, make your own character and go through their storylines. And mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, a 2D fighter like some of the old uh, Street Fighters. You had, like, you can 360 around one another. And I just, I played so much Soul Calibur 2. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Benji, you're next with your number five pick. I've got two fighting games on it, and I don't know what one to pick. I'm going to go with this one. Let me just have a quick Google so I can give you a date. A Goog. A Goog. September 20th, 2004. September 11th, 2001. <laughs> <laughs> I legit almost spit tea all over my monitor. The video game published by EA Games... Ooh. Based on the hip hop scene, it's oh, Def, is Jam, Def Jam for New Def York. Jam. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's a that's a late draft pick if I've ever seen one. But good for you for thinking that game's important. Oh man, I Def loved Jam. Fight for You Nor- Fight for You Nork. Um, you know, you Nork. New Nork, uh, bro. I yeah. <laughs> one of those. Some, something. something in there. It was just like 
so like growing up i played uh, a game called wu-tang taste of pain which was like a ps1 wu-tang fighting game and that kind of introduced me to like hip-hop and all that sort of 90s sort of like biggie tupac wu-tang all of that scene so being a fan of hip-hop now and mm. being a fan of fighting games having something like death jam i was like this is fucking brilliant i got a 50 cent beat up like fucking snoop dogg are you serious like yeah let's go i i own that game on gamecube <laughs> well currently yeah i have a copy of it in my closet oh, right now <laughs> damn it was between that and um vendetta i wasn't sure but i went with oh i have vendetta i have def jam vendetta but that's that's my pick my number five yes your number five okay um so for mine um let's go with this because i know that you we've already said some of the franchise i don't think anybody's gonna pick it Mm. all right go with this one my number five is the 2005 title developed by our lord and savior insomnia games it's ratchet deadlocked ratchet deadlocked is another iteration in the ratchet and clank series this one finds our heroes ratchet clank and al all abducted and have to go into the dead zone which is a violent game show where the heroes are forced to fight and kill one another ratchet gets a uh like a collar on where if he doesn't participate in the games essentially he dies so you're playing as just ratchet in this like arena fighting game it, this is one of my favorite ones it's very edgy it's like weirdly dark compared to some of the rest of them but this is another one that kai and i played so much of <laughs> yeah that's what you deadlocked benji no sorry kai i was gonna say i don't think it's me yet is it no no no it's not it's after kai it's you sorry I'm also confusing myself uh, on the order. Okay. I will never correct you because I don't understand how it works. Uh, of the movie tie-in uh, generation, oh, this no. game was released in June 29th, Oh, no. Before I was jaded and broken by a world so oversaturated with these types of fucking movies and films that I knew make I me want to blow my head one. off. Uh, Spider-Man 2 by Treyarch. Oh, okay. Maybe one of the greatest uh, superhero games ever made. Uh, and a great fucking like world explorer. Uh, and also, you know, they, they kept the classic New York, I'm walking here! Uh, all the time. Voice line every every person. All every person. Yeah. Almost as uh, fucking good as uh, you will need a pork bun. But uh, oh my you know. gosh, if you ever play uh, uh, Sleeping Dogs, there's a pork bun man, man that you can buy pork buns oh, on. Oh god, fantastic! It looks like oh. you need a pork bun. I had so fucking good. repressed that. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sleeping well, Dogs. It's back. Uh, the, yeah, Spider Man Two. The PS2 Spider Man Two movie tie-in uh, uh, walked so that Insomniac Spider Man could run and be. Fantastic. Well, also, fucked up. If you Google Spider-Man 2, it's all about Insomniac's sequel, sequel. That's coming out in 2024 or whatever. No one cares about I that. I actually the put in PS2 so that it would come up correctly with the one I was looking for. Yeah, that's crazy. No respect for the elders. Then now it's your turn. Now it's my turn. Okay. This is a somewhat controversial title. Oh. Developed by Rockstar Vancouver. Published by Rockstar Games on oh, the 17th bullying. of October is bully yeah oh. over here in the uk bully I, I, I, well, the so, little i played was not i didn't enjoy it over here in the uk they had to change the name and they had to call it canis canum edit they wasn't allowed to release it as bully 
roll that back. What is it called? Can, canis canum edit. It sounds. It's Latin for dog eat dog. That's a wild change of title. That is a yes. wild change of title. There was mass, mass, oh, yeah. mass Can backlash. Canis canum edit. Um, but yeah, it was just being a teenager. Um, and just being able to go into a world where you just was able to like beat up jocks and throw shit at people who were dickheads. It was just fun. It was fun. It was like the the school kid version of Grand Theft Auto. This is wild. I'm looking at like the cover art for this, and it's just, like it's crazy how different they were. I, I, I, isn't the cover art? basically the same except for the it, it's just the same except it has canis canum edit like as an art around the logo an and instead yeah, of yeah. the bully is like at the bottom where it says bully yeah but it, yeah. it completely uh completely changed the way that the the box art looks and there, you wouldn't been... think that, you wouldn't think the game was about what it is based on the canis canum edit box art mm-hmm uh, there's a lot. There was always rumors of this game being remade. Would you? Are you? Are you in the? Do you subscribe to the Canis Canum Edit remake? And will it be called that, or will they still call it Bully? <laughs> I, I. It would still be called Canis Canum Edit over here, hundred percent. Um, mm. I don't think you could release this game in this day and age, honestly. Like, yeah. because not only is it promoting bullying people at school, but you could also like have weirdly sexualized but not sexual relationships with the cheerleaders and things like that. Yeah. You could like go on dates with them and like they'd be like, oh, thank you. You could give them your jacket and then they'd give you stuff in return. It was, it's a uh, problematic. It, it's not it's a, not a game that could come out in this day and age at all. Yeah. Okay. So I got yours on here. So my next pick. Um sure, let's go with this one. So this is this is late. We we are late in the in the PlayStation 2 era at this point. And skateboarding games are still killing it at no. this point. No. This is no is it on the two? November 7th, 2006. This is Tony Hawk's Project 8. Oh fuck me! I should have. I knew it was the second thing on my list, and I was like, "No one's gonna call that." <laughs> I never played Project Eight. So, there, oh, there, so, so there's a lot of good Tony Hawk games on the PlayStation Two for sure. All the underground, like all those Tony Hawk games, are great. Project Eight specifically stood out to me because I, I played it in middle school, so it has a soft spot in my heart. But the whole premise of this game is you working yourself up in rank to kind of be the best skateboarder i.e. The, the, the top okay. eight, the Project 8, are kind of the best skateboarders around. So you're doing tricks, you're doing missions, you're doing side quests and everything to slowly go up this ladder. And every time you... It's, it's essentially you level up, but every time you go up a rank, you unlock different areas until you get up to the Project 8. I'm pretty sure number one's Tony Hawk because literally his fucking game. But... Uh, Just I, based on the screenshots, it's got big, like, skate vibes. Yeah, 100%. Just like kind the way of like, it looks. Yeah, but kind of like the before skate kind of... Uh, era of skateboarding games but i played me and kai played so much of tony hawk's project eight like so much of this game man i always so played i played american picks. wasteland and i played american wasteland is good too Un- was it underground 2 mm-hmm. i played american skateland 
which was the DS port of American Wasteland. We, we played I played a ton a of lot. that. That's, that's when I up. that's when I heard Dang. Green Day's Holiday for the first time yeah. was on the that soundtrack. Holiday. How did that sound on DS? <laughs> Probably not great, but it sounded great. It, in I my memory, it sounded to good. To Green Day because my parents thought it would instill the devil in my soul, uh, mm-hmm. and so that was my access to listening to Green Day. Yeah. So it sounded. And Holiday amazing. is a fucking amazing song. So there you go. It is. Good that job, is Green song. Day. Good job, Green Day. Okay, Kai, you're up. I'm sorry for stealing your pick. <laughs> Kai's no uh, more games on his list. <laughs> I don't. I'm. I'm out. Uh, no, I was just. I'm. I mean, I'm still scrolling through PS2 games just because I yeah. find it interesting. And this is not my pick, but this just shows how diverse the fucking games were. And I'm trying to figure out what year this came out. Uh, there's a game called Viet Cong Purple Haze <laughs> that came out in 2004. That does not sound great. Mm, it does look great. <laughs> Viet, you. Viet Cong Purple Haze. Which is just, I saw that and was like, mm, that's weird. Oh, that. oh, have you seen screenshots? Yeah, the screenshots look real bad. Oh, hold on. Hold on let me, let oh, me this is, uh, oh, it's like a shooting. This game. seems hella problematic. Oh. It does. There's just a dude in like a fucking very Asian hat in this photo. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, anyway. he's got like a stereotypical, like, triangle Far Eastern hat covered in grass. It's real bad. Uh, it is not good. Okay, well, number anyway, six. That's that's not my pick. Number, we're on six. Yep, we're halfway. Uh, we're of halfway course, you played the U.S. going into Viet Cong. Okay, oh, exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, another movie tie-in. Uh, oh no, this is what a... I was worried about last time. I feel like you're gonna do it again oh, this were time. Were you? Oh, okay, November thirteenth, two thousand and one. Okay. No uh. A first-person shooter. Okay, never mind. <laughs> 007, Agent Under Fire. Ooh. Oh, I love uh, Agent Under Fire. Such a good probably game. Probably me and Jared killed each other more in Agent Under Fire than any other fucking game. I'm going to drop a hot take, and this is going to make probably people upset, but this is just how I grew up playing. I liked Goldeneye. Agent Under Fire better than Goldeneye, yes. Yeah. Goldeneye okay. controlled, like... Oh, I didn't play them. Like, I played a little bit of Goldeneye, but I played way more of this one than Goldeneye. Yeah, like, specifically in Agent Under Fire, the best map was like you were in like an old ass castle area, yes. and there was like a big fucking sheer like church, and you'd get up into the little like bird's nest of the church, and there's like a rocket launcher. Yes. There. Oh, oh my god. god. And you have like, the grapple, so you can like grapple between buildings and everything yeah. like that too. You had all like Literally, the 007 like gadgets. Ten out of ten, perfect game. What can I say? Man, that's that is a good pick. Uh, okay, I think it's my turn now. Um, okay, we'll go with this. You've already p- picked one in this franchise, but I'll go again because I think my other ones are relatively safe. Actually, fuck it. Jack no, I'm gonna three. go. I'm gonna go this one. <laughs> okay, we're we're we're staying with the movie tie-ins here. Uh, this yeah, is get, a, get your movie tie. You keep, yeah, you keep saying it. It's making me nervous. Uh, this is one that I played a lot of. This is April twenty eighth, two thousand and four. Published by Activision. This is Shrek to the game. I also had Shrek two on my list. That's why I was worried. Wow. That is wild to me. Okay. Um, I I can't why? confidently say perfect, that this game was. Game. <laughs> I can't confidently say this game was probably good. But Kai and I played so much of Shrek 2. I specifically remember oh, the yeah. Fiona singing minigame where she has to sing to the, the oh. forest creatures and like like she busts out that song. 
and then Some you have to do like a spiritual DNA of what would become rock band. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to see Jared's list of games. <laughs> oh, no. And then it's just like Shrek 2. Shrek 2. Okay, listeners, hear me out. If you're real, it's you fine. know. <laughs> oh my god, there's a section where you play as the giant gingerbread man. I'm sold. Yes, yes, there yeah, is. Really, exactly. Honestly, I remember having a blast in Trek 2. I remember it being very fun. So. Yeah, that is my pick. Kai, you were up next. No, he's not. He's just went. No, I'm no, I'm not. I just went. No, it, I went first because it was Ben, me, Kai, and then it's me, Kai, Ben. So Kai, okay. you're up next. Oh, okay, sure. okay, okay. This confuses me, but I will I will trust your word. Okay. You're, you're Sorry, next, buddy. I hadn't Googled yet because, you know, well, I don't know how it works. Uh, the PS2 game, because that's what we're doing here, everyone, uh, <laughs> is a in, in, in, in 2005. Uh, no. Another movie tie-in, mm-hmm. March 29th, 2005, Ice developed Age. by Traveler's Tales and Gryptonite Games for the GBA, is Lego Star Wars. Ooh, the uh, specifically the, the GBA version. No, not the GBA version. I just read the developer for the GBA version. Oh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha, for sure. Yeah, the one where, Can you imagine having a GBA version on the PS2 Mini? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, no, Lego Star Wars. Lego Star, that's uh, a good one. I did not think about Lego Star game. Wars. It's a, it's a very it's very solid. It's a nice 8 out of 10. Um, mm. And, you know... Arguably one of the better Star Wars games. To be honest. <laughs> hey, Jedi Fallen but, Order uh, is yeah. right there. Yeah, it's right there. It's just Jedi Fallen Order, Lego the Star first Wars. Lego Star Wars, Battlefront 1. That's it. That's all you need. It's the whole canon. Anyway, that's my pick. Okay, Benji, you are up. My next pick is not a movie tie-in, but mm. is uh, often compared to a comic book. Developed by Ubisoft Paris, released in November of 2003. It's 13, or X111, if you want to be technical. Uh, 13 is a... I don't know what this is. So it's a video game that is entirely cel-shaded and looks like a comic book and you oh, play this looks fucking sick you play what the hell you play as um basically oh, like this a is borderlands <laughs> yeah so you go around and stuff would happen like when you got a headshot it would show like comic book panels depicting the headshot oh yeah i see uh, that's super cool yeah they had like um onomatopoeic speech bubbles that came up to say like bang and boom and like all that fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant game the art style is absolutely amazing and is something that has stuck in my brain since i played the game and i've wanted to play it very regularly since i uh couldn't play anymore viet cong purple haze (laughs) well (laughs) they are two very Uh, different types of games uh deep this deep amazing deep deep in this as i google image 13 ps2 there's just like a, a screenshot of final fantasy 13 <laughs> actually i think they remade 13 they did the cover art there's looks a 4k there's a 4k version of it apparently is it like on pc or something yeah it's on pc yeah, oh, there's a 4k bro. ultra hd version of 13 that you can download on pc also i mean first... I'm, I'm not saying this is my next main pick for play alone but like maybe <laughs> i would play this it looks sick 
Uh, also, in one of the video recommendations, I type in 13 PS2 is the 13 PS2 long play of the movie Monsters vs. Aliens. <laughs> Banning movie. When you type in 13 PS2, there's just a picture. Doesn't, of Seth PS2. Rogen plays the, the blue slime, doesn't he? Oh, Bob? Yeah. Bob, yeah. Okay, it is my turn. Uh, let's see. It's like a go. weird Peru accent. My yeah, thorn. Some... Something? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is a, a game of a popular franchise. He's still going strong today. December 30th, 2003. Developed, published by Sega. This is Sonic Heroes for the PS2. Sonic, Sonic Heroes! Hell yes. yes. So I was I was debating between this and Adventure 2 Battle, and I really loved Adventure 2 Battle for sure, but there's something about Sonic Heroes and having like the normal Sonic formula, but also having two other characters running with you, being able to swap between those characters and each one of those characters having a specific power-up. Also, the theme song? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Did Crush 40 Fucking also iconic. do this theme song? I need to know. Because Crush 40 killed the Adventure 2 Battle. Oh the yeah, they fucking... yeah. The Adventure Two Battle theme tune is. Uh... Uh, but I played I played copious amounts of of Sonic Heroes. You got to play as the chaotic. It characters. is by Crush Forty. Hell yeah! <laughs> you got to play as the chaotic characters, which I'm blanking on their names. There's the crocodile. There's the little rye horn, and then there's the bee. I don't remember any. Such of an iconic names. game, and it's like uh, <laughs> you're the fucking crocodile and. Uh... And, and and Sonic heads, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they had only shown up in a lot of the comics, and it Yo, was cool. Sonic heads in the chat. <laughs> Sonic heads in the chat. I need you to know. Let me know. Uh, oh, yes, boy. but Benji, you are up next. Mm-mm-mm. One of the very few sports games I played back in the PS2 era, and I played the absolute shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. 2006. EA Sports FIFA Street 2. Oh, mm. <laughs> he was not going to pick Madden 03, okay? <laughs> it was 04! It was 04! <laughs> I didn't have that big pulled up. Uh, FIFA Street 2, fucking yeah. brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. You like played in like a stereotypical urban football pitch but you could like knock the ball off of the wall and it allowed you to like mm-hmm. nutmeg people by knocking it off the wall through nutmeg. their legs and nutmeg. that's what we call it you have to remember that we're two fucking american brained idiots <laughs> who've maybe in total watched an hour's worth of soccer in our lives so, i mean football whatever it's called uh and so you know so, interesting uh, pick though for our podcast because there are some english people out yeah there yeah there's a lot of people that like people. A nutmeg is when you knock the ball through someone's legs. Uh, mm. But oh, you zany English people, you can you had like a whole bunch of different tricks. You could like do kick ups and then like kick the ball over someone's head to a teammate and like that's what was cool. that about? Okay, what guy's face kick-ups. was like? I, I didn't know what kick ups were. I, oh. I'm assuming it's when you kick the ball up into the air. No, it's like a uh, kick up is like oh, when you you keep the ball with you. It's like you keep the ball with you and you just like constantly kick between your feet, like sort of like one, two, alternating feet, sort of keeping it with you. Um, But yes, anyway, yeah. FIFA Street 2, 
fucking iconic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe only in the UK, but iconic. Uh, okay, so for I'm my sure next here. pick, I'm going to choose... My next pick is uh, early in the PlayStation 2 here. This is 2003, February 16th, published and developed by Konami. This is Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses. Ah, oh, you, you fucker. I forgot about this game. <laughs> Fuck. It's, isn't it Duelist of the Rose? No, it's no, Roses because it was like the Battle of the Tudors. Yeah. I couldn't even write it on my list correctly. <laughs> it, was, uh, <laughs> it was like mimicking the Battle of the Tudors, wasn't it? Yeah, this was interesting because obviously peak Yu-Gi-Oh at this point, like Yu-Gi-Oh is killing it right now. And so much of this game. This format was different than regular Yu-Gi-Oh. Was this the one that was tiled? Yes. So this is the one where it was tiled and you summon your monsters to the tile. Both you and your uh, enemy have a, it's almost like chess. Like you have your main piece and the goal was to defeat that main piece. So you put cards and creatures on the board and move them across the board, a la like chess, battling other creatures on their side, ultimately to get to their main head and destroy their main creature. But yeah, I played so much of this mm. game, me and Kai. And there's the the, the multiplayer, so we played against each other a lot too. The fucking UI is so nostalgic. Like it's so mm. specific Japanese game from the early. I'll 2000s, have to send you the like... the soundtrack because I was watching a, a a Pokemon a video and the guy had the theme to this running in the background and I was like it like unlocked a memory in my brain. So <laughs> I need to I need to send you this. Wait, okay, also. hold on. Even weirder thing. Do you remember like when the Yu Gi Oh movie came out and they would give away the soundtrack at yes. McDonald's or something like that? You yes. Had, like, the CD. I had that CD and listened to the. Like eight, like so many times on my little fucking. Uh, this TV game, player. this game sold 1.4 million copies. Holy Hell shit! Yeah. That's wild for a PS2 title. Okay. Respect. Kai, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, this is maybe a surprising pick for me, or maybe not. I don't know. I played this game a lot with uh my friends in grade school. I'd never owned this game, but I knew people who owned this game. Mm-hmm. The November seventh. 2006 Ooh. Treyarch Activision oh. crossover Call of Duty 3 Interesting um, I didn't think I ever played which 3 is probably the first Call of Duty I ever played and is very good uh back in the World War 2 days of Call of Duty um before the franchise we know and love Interestingly this game was published on PlayStation 2 Xbox Xbox 360 Wii and PlayStation 3 all with the same release date Oh, so well, it, I, it was I, it was one of those like cross gen titles. It was right at the, as yeah, when the PS2 right, came out. It was right PS3 in that 2007, 2006 window, end of yeah. 2006 when everything came out, and then they just were like, "Oh, we'll just publish it on everything." Which, like, you know what? Yeah. Good job, Activision. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this game. It was it was fun to play with friends, and Call of Duty was always like, you know, edgy. It was kind of like Grand Theft Auto in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like, 2000s was being like, Ugh. Uh, so yeah, that's my pickaroon. Benji, you were up. Okay, my pick. A game that I played copious amounts of. Copium. Published by Rockstar. Developed by Rockstar San Diego. With uh, an absolutely banning soundtrack. But the game, T.I., Pitbull, Fat Joe, Lil Wayne, uh, Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, Kasabian, Jimmy Eat World. April 2005, Midnight Club Free Dub Edition. Uh, I was like, where is this going? 
I started really publishing a game called Midnight Club. It's a racing game. Yeah. It's a street racing game um, a la to uh, Need for Speed Underground. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, game, the cars were like super customizable. You could have like the, the cover's got like an Escalade and a Chrysler 300C on it. Um, and it was just oh, I don't know. In, in, my, in my opinion, it may be controversial. It was superior to Need for Speed Underground 2. Um, although that is an absolutely banning game, but I I absolutely loved Midnight Club Free. Um, oh yeah, just great soundtrack, great gameplay, shit tons of customization. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Okay, we're getting down to the wire here. Kai, you were up starting us off again. What number is this? Oh, number nine? Never fucking heard of this game before. This is number nine. Um, this is hard. Oh wait, this is. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I have a lot of games left. Mm. And like some of them are just ones I like. <laughs> <laughs> choose carefully. You have chose. Fully. I want to do something a little different. Okay, okay mix I'll it up, mix it up. Uh, this is a game I played a lot of, which probably instilled my love of farming sims. Uh, developed by Frontier oh. Developments. And given a weirdly uh, preachy Christian soundtrack to this game for some fucking reason, uh, Thrillville, oh, uh, which is where you got to make love Thrillville, your own role, your own amusement park, uh, and yes. it, had, it was it had an interesting UI and like it's pretty much like Roller Coaster Tycoon except a third person game. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was fun. It was fun to build stuff on the PS2, mm-hmm. and I remember having a lot of good times just building shit. And the soundtrack was like weird, like it had weird. It had a weird taste. like Christian soundtrack for some reason. Yeah, for some reason, like someone who did the music was just like, yeah, fucking. This is just Jesus. a screenshot of somebody in an FPS game There's against a bunch a of robot mini games. cowboy. There's a bunch of mini games in that yeah. that you could play too. Yeah. Because you can go, you would build your theme park, and then you can walk around the theme park, interact with some of the NPCs, and like like relationship building with some of them too. And then you can go into the the games, the carnival games that you have put in your theme park, and you can interact with those games too. Yep, Thrillville is good. That's a good one. Off the Rails was the sequel. That one was also really good because it added crazy wild shit that you can do with the theme parks. Yep, good game, Ben. Yep. Interesting. Okay. That game was very fun. I need to... I, need to I have changed a game because you just randomly reminded me of a game. I don't know why because oh, it I was... Thrillville off the rails. <laughs> it was not related <laughs> at all, but uh, developed by Neversoft and published by Activision oh. in November of 2005. This, is, this is the cowboy game, Gun. Oh, oh shit! I remember that. God. It was a cold cover. I didn't right? know Neversoft yeah. did this. You are? Because I didn't know Neversoft was part of this game. Yeah, Neversoft developed the console version, and then mm. uh, other developers developed the ports. Gotcha. But this was like Red Dead before Red Dead. Mm. Um, and there was like a quick draw uh, feature where you could like have a duel with someone and like quick draw against an NPC in a duel. There was poker, you could cattle ranch, and it was, like I said, literally it was Red Dead before its time. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely fucking brilliant game. That's awesome. I, I never got a chance to play this, Why are you talking but... about... F- 
you talk about build. Philville for some reason remind me of like really obscure games and I was like what was that obscure yeah. cowboy game that I played a shit you know, ton game of game recognizes game man <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of obscure games is next in my list here releasing in May 6 2003 published by Bandai developed by CyberConnect2 this is dot hack mutation. Had to add a JRPG to my to my list. Kai, you probably will recognize the cover art for this. I don't think you played a lot of it, but this is a JRPG. It oh, is. Oh, I do remember this shit. Yeah. Oh, this, hack, is, this cover is Japanese as shit. Oh, 100%. it really is. Hundred uh, percent. I'm not going to be confident to tell you what actually happened in this game because I don't know. But it was a lot of fun. I was a child. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. This is the second in four part games of the Dot Hack franchise. But what really stood out about this game specifically is it came bundled in with an anime DVD that was a prequel of the game. So I got to watch like a 45 minute anime movie and then play this game and small jared that was just obsessed with anime lost his mind over this game did you not get the uh the weird bust of the the japanese girl is there like a special edition that comes with just like tits is that what it is oh yeah i see it here it is wow that's weird oh i think it was in japan yeah it was a pre-order bonus it's just a bust of one of the characters with pink hair and she's Mm. just like 60 percent boob yeah uh these games are incredibly expensive to buy secondhand now for some reason they some of the later ones that came to ps3 and stuff they've now remade for modern console but these playstation 2 ones are really hard to find because i've wanted to play it and it's just like this is i don't want to pay this much money mm. for it, but it seems know, like it was like a cold only there us was a film way you could play ps2 games i haven't i haven't successfully ever emulated playstation 2 games they never worked Dolphin as well emulator for PS2, also, you're about to have a you're about to have an actual big boy PC, so maybe that's true. Helped. That's true. That's hope. That's what I use. Dolphin emulate is what I use to emulate Wind Waker. I thought Dolphin was Wind just. Waker. Uh... <sighs> yeah, but that's oh GameCube. no, Dolph- Dolphin is GameCube. Um, yeah. RetroArch, sorry, the RetroArch. Oh, is I see. Yeah, they have a, a collection PS2 of emulators. Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Ben, back to you. Back to me. Very, very, very, very early in the life cycle of the PS2, March thirtieth, two thousand. Oh wow! Tekken Tag Tournament. I knew this was going to be on your on your fucking list. You're I Tekken, fucking boy. absolutely love a fighting game, and I grew up with Tekken, and so having this mechanic of two characters that you could swap on the fly and bring the other character in. I'm not necessarily saying it was new to fighting games because I don't remember, but I remember it was new to Tekken. Tekken had yeah. never done that before. Um, and it completely changed the uh, the makeup of the game and being a child who loved fighting games, mm-hmm. it, it blew my fucking mind. Yeah, I played a bit of Tekken. I don't think I played Tag Tournament, but I played a little bit. I, I did more Soul Calibur and even a little bit of Street Fighter, but uh, I like Tekken. Tekken's good. Tekken is good. Okay. Now to mine. So this we've already heard one entry in this this franchise today on someone's list, but this is uh, the 2002 October 29, 2002, developed by Rockstar North and Rockstar Games. This is Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, I think it's your head Vice City. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think I think arguably San Andreas is probably the better game, but I have played very little of san andreas i played so much really? vice city i, pl- I played I played more city vice city is... than san andreas i i never owned this 
I had a buddy that that had it and I would always go to his house and we'd play through Vice City together. But oh man, I played so much Vice City. Like I can remember the the the style of this and the neon and everything and yeah. I, 80s Miami running yeah. around with a chainsaw like fucking Scarface. Absolutely. And I, I really want to try out I was kind of dissuaded from trying out the, the remakes cuz they were so bad at launch. Maybe they're yeah, better now, but they're still not good. Okay, well, I've not I've not heard anything to say that they improved. Basically, everyone complained. And Rockstar were like, "Thanks for your money." They're like, "Peace out." Uh, yes, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Vice City is is my choice. Kai, you are up. Another deep cut game that probably no one but me has played. Uh, the 2003 November 18th released from Crystal Dynamics. Oh, uh, Whiplash. Is this the one with the with the rat? Yep, the rat the and the weasel and the, the rabbit as a weapon, uh, and you're escaping. Yeah, oh, no, that's the movie. An animal. <laughs> Damien Chazelle's uh, 2011 <laughs> fucking movie Whiplash. Uh, no, uh, this is a weird fucking tonal game about two animals escaping a research lab. Mm-hmm. It has a very strange sense of humor, a very weird vibe in general. It was like it was like those games that could only exist in this time period, where yeah. it's just like so strange. It, so it looks like Pinky in the Brain, but like on crack. It's yeah. very that vibe <laughs> is exactly what it was. And like the, the two creatures like would fuck with each other because they hated each other, but they were trying to escape together. It was very strange. And one of them had like a the rabbit had like a blue foot with a chain on it. Yes, yep. and like it was just like it was just a weird. It was a weird game, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. That is uh, uh, yeah. very peak PS2. This was on, I don't know if y'all remember, but it, back in the day, we got demo discs, a jam pack demo, disc, demo discs that came with yeah. like 10, like 30 minutes of 10 games on it. And it was jam pack. I loved playing those. This with Flash was on there. Yep. Okay. If I'm correct, this is our last one, right? No. One, two, three, four, the five, fucking six, list, man. Seven, I'm not going to question nine, you. 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Ben, you have 11, so this is your last one. Oh, coming up in a minute is my last one. Yeah, I'm going I'm going right now, then it'll be Kai, then it'll be uh, you, Ben. My last one? Shit. Okay. This is your last one, and I, get, I don't know how, but Kai, you need two more. So you'll go twice, and then... I don't know how that happened. I knew this system didn't make fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, you, you, something's <laughs> messed up somewhere. There, right, there, at at some matter. point, you were right. Someone had to go twice. So this is now you're going twice. So you'll go after. Okay, so my my final pick for my PlayStation 2 draft mini here, it had to be this. It is March 28th, 2002. Tetsuo Nomura's fucking crazy ass brainchild. It's Kingdom Hearts. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Oh, I can't believe you didn't put a game that I for sure thought you were going to put on your list. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't, I, I don't know. With this, I went with a lot of obscure ones, and then I went with some heavy hitters that I knew were going to be good, and then some heart picks. I feel we, like Kingdom uh, Hearts, what? No, I was going to say, afterwards, can we, like, say the ones that we didn't say, but were yeah, on our for list? Sure. Like, I, I was going to list them anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, um, yeah Kingdom Hearts really kind of solidified. I, I was already really into the JRPG anime style, and this was right up there with the Final Fantasy characters, and crossing over with disney obviously disney is really big in the early 2000s right now so having all this disney integration just made for this game to be incredibly successful it is wild in its story and it doesn't make a lot of sense for sure and at this point now in modern era there is so many games and so many interweaving stories but when kingdom hearts first came out 
it was just something I'd never played before. This action adventure with Disney characters in it and Final Fantasy characters that I hadn't really known at the time, but obviously would come to be very popular characters like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII and everything. But yeah, Kingdom Hearts, great game. Okay, Kai, you're up. And I'm doing two. You can do two, correct. Unless we'll do, you do one, Ben does one, and then go back to you. So Ben has an option of not, not, not that I think you'll snipe one of his picks. Neither but. of these games are going to be ones that Ben. Okay, I mean, go it's for fine. it. We can do that. I don't really care. Uh, neither of the games. Uh, okay, just do two of them. This is the then. one that I thought you were going to do, and I'm only going to do it because I think it should be done, mm-hmm. not because of any other reason. September 9th, 2003, developed by Argonaut Games and published by Namco, iNinja. I, how did I forget iNinja? I think I forgot I did. No, I did play it on PS2, not GameCube. Hmm. Yeah. This is a great game. This is a fantastic game. Still holds up today, too. Still hold. We all recently played it really fucking hard, by the way. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah. I controls are. I Ninja is like a little cartoon ninja who his sensei has died and now he has to kind of try to revive his sensei and defeat the the big evil that's coming out. But it's a 3D platformer that has like hack and slash mechanics. But as you level up, you get uh, different like karate belts and the colors will go up. You'll get new power ups and everything that help you traverse the world and help you, you know, defeat enemies. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I said, we had just played uh, the recently. Director it's really good. Of this game was Don Bluth, who was also the animator and animation director for animation director for An American Tale, The Land Before Time. Oh shit! I didn't Heaven, know that. Anastasia, Titan AE, uh, and the laser disc game Dragon's Lair, which is known as one of the first uh, games. Which is so weird because I Ninja looks so different compared to all of those. He went Dragon's yeah. Lair, man. Land Before Time. All dogs go to heaven made me cry as a kid, man. That movie is so fucking sad. Hey, American Tale is also um, a great one too. I like American Tale. I've never seen it. <gasps> Little Jew Mouse. Uh, you also did The Secret of Nim. Oh, t- have you seen Titan AE? Uh, Titan AE is so good. No, people spoke to me about Titan AE when I was talking about uh, Atlantis Tre- and Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet, yeah, they have that same kind of vibe. Uh, Do another one, buddy. Uh, I mean. You're up again, Kai. Last one, number 12. Yeah, you go. I'll go All last. Right, so we'll oh, do okay. Ben's, Ben's last, and then Kai will round us out here. Okay. Uh, I had to have my last one as another movie tie-in, but this one is one that is critically acclaimed. Lots of people want a remake of. October 2005, The Warriors. The video game based on the movie The Warriors. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know this. <laughs> Oh, okay. So the movie depicts uh, basically what happens is there's like five yeah, or six gangs right. in New York, and the uh, there's a guy who's the leader of one of the gangs. He's trying to pull the gangs together, and like he's like loved. He's trying to stop the warfare, stop the bloodshed. Somebody murders him. They have a massive meeting in a park. Somebody murders him, and it That's gets pinned. It gets pinned on the warriors, and the warriors are now tasked with traveling from one side of new york back to the other side of new york where their territory is so they'll be safe this and it's all west about side that... story ass game that's happening right here it's all about the... it's all about the journey back um there's like one gang's baseball themed and they've all got like baseball bats and baseball jerseys uh another one like roller skate but the movie is like a cult movie from i want to say the 80s um I fucking loved the movie growing up. It was absolutely brilliant. 1979. There you go, 1979. 1979. 
turf battle between New York City street gangs. It rages from Coney Island to the Bronx. It's um, it's just a, it was a great movie, and the gameplay was awesome. It was like really deep combat, and it's just ah, man, we need a fucking was, remake of this game. So bad. I was convinced this was gonna be like a Dynasty Warriors warrior style like Troy kind of game when you said the war. No, it's it's like a like a freaking um like a proper brawler like yeah, it's wild like 3D brawler. Yeah, so like you can literally Sorry, I didn't even realize it says here like you can go through the levels collecting or stealing stuff like car radios and jewelry and then sell them at pawn shops to get money. That's super so, cool. Oh, gang right. simulator. Petty burglaries. We love in our games. <laughs> hey guy, what is your final pick? Pick, pick, pick. You have you have you have a lot, don't you? I do. I do, and I don't know what to do. Um, okay. Well, sure. I don't really care. I like this game. I know probably a bunch of people didn't play this shit, but who gives a fuck? Published by EA Sports, uh, developed by EA Canada, the um, November 2001 snowboarding epic SSX, SSX tricky. tricky. Yeah. Uh, I feel like great. it had to be yeah. on there. I was very I close to putting this on my list, but I, I hadn't. I thought someone else would. I played an absolute fuck ton of this game as a child i was a little uh, i was actually a skier i wasn't a snowboarder growing up but i was a little uh skier i was a little skater i love these games soundtrack uh, banging soundtrack was fucking banging mm. um but yeah great game. Uh, a good one Super in the fun. ssx on tour we played a lot of ssx on tour on the ps2 that's another on really tour good was one also very good yeah That is that is our list. Before I go down and we'll recap our lists, what is some of our we'll have our honorable mentions here from, from Army Men Sarge's Hero 2. And it hurts me that I couldn't get it on, <laughs> but I played so much Army Men Sarge's Hero 2. I love those fucking Army Men games. They were great. Uh, oh I, got, gosh, I remember this. I, I got seven left over. I have a lot left over. One of mine, I I was I, I did uh okay, we'll just we'll keep going. All right, army men. We'll just name them, and then we'll keep going in order. So okay. we all have a fucking lot. Uh, okay, so you said army men. I had Need for Speed Underground Two was one yeah. of mine. I didn't. Ooh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, I had okay. I had a Prince Persian game, but I had Two Thrones. Uh, that one mm-hmm. is. I love that Prince Persian game. It's great. I had Tack and the Power of Juju. Ooh, nice. I didn't put. I almost put Tack on there. It was, <laughs> was very close to that game. 3D, it's a three D platformer about like sh- like a shaman kid who's like training to be like the best shaman yeah, or there whatever. There was a sequel to it. Yep. Oh, the second yeah. one. Uh, I also had another racing game. I had Gran Turismo Three A Spec because I didn't know if I wanted yeah, a simulator yeah. or street racing. I was convinced you would have put Ford Racing on your list, Kai, but I didn't see it anywhere. <laughs> oh, it's the- oh. Don't worry, okay. it's there. Uh, my my other honorable mention is uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. I played so much oh, Ty yeah. the Tasmanian I love, Tiger. I love Ty. That game was weird. It was weird, uh, and it was like every it was it was like Australia the stereotype. That's all that that game was. And you played a tiger that showed through boomerangs and was like oi, and it was like throwing boomerangs at people every time. But I had a blast playing it. 
Uh, whose turn is it? Mine? Yours, yeah. yeah. Sky Cooper 2, Honor Among Thieves. Uh, you say Sly. You like cut out so it sounded like you said Sky Cooper, and I was very confused, but you said Sly Cooper. Sly Cooper 2, Honor Among Thieves. That's a good one. That's a good uh, one. It's a fucking great, yep. fucking great game. Uh, Beautiful Joe. I never. I game. always wanted to play Beautiful Joe because I watched the like Kids WB TV show, but I never got to play the game. It was batshit crazy, and it was just like you felt like he was a superhero in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a ton of fun. Uh, my other one, I had Shadow the Hedgehog, which this was the one where Shadow you could oh, play a Shadow, so and you had the motorcycle, and he had like a shotgun, and you killed all these aliens. Yep, edgy as fuck. Fucking dope. Uh, the game Crazy Taxi. Crazy PS2. Taxi is a good one. It's a very uh-huh. fun game. Uh, another one that came on a demo disc. <laughs> on it. Uh, Katamari Damacy. I've never played it. Oh, that fucking ball the roll. Ball yeah, game. I heard good things, but I've never oh played my it. God. It's it's one of those games that shouldn't be fun, but you'll find yourself sinking shit yeah. tons of hours into. Yeah, I already said uh, it's on a adventure too bad. I was depending between that and Heroes, but I had my last one. I had was Marvel vs. Capcom two. That was almost my fighting instead of Soul. Oh, Calibur. that is a fucking yeah. I played a lot a of Marvel vs. Capcom two. This this is where my my my my love of just copious amounts of characters and games came from because there's so much characters in this game that is a massive roster there's like 60 characters he in loves, this game he loves a big roster i love a big roster what can i, I say you. have you got I any more Kai? Good, that was roster. that was all my honorable mentions uh, i have three more go for it so i don't know how many yeah i've got three been. more oh there you go okay go hell it, yeah <laughs> uh ford racing 2 yeah go for that. uh surprise surprise a little american brain fucking nine-year-old who was just like yeah what just like dra- like drag uh, racing and like like pickup trucks throughout like the forest. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Uh, good ass soundtrack. Probably not a great racing game if I'm being honest, but it's one I owned, so it made the list. Uh, a game that is also uh, not particularly great, but I had a ton of fun playing. Mark Echoes Getting Up, uh, February two thousand and six. Do you guys remember the clothing brand Echo with the Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had a video game based on the clothing brand. Where you played as, um, you played as like a street graffiti artist. Oh shit, you're right. <laughs> you would uh, go around like spray tagging um, sides of buildings. This walk and... So infamous could run. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's not a good game, but it's a game that I sunk a shit ton of hours into. Mm-hmm. And no. again, it was and that. Sometimes that's better. <laughs> it was that time when I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm edgy. I like hip hop. I like fucking rap. Like, yeah, I'm spray tagging people. That, yeah, yeah. Blah. It was. It was not good. Um. Okay. Star Wars Racer Revenge, which is a pod racing game. Ah, I do remember uh, this was one. Was fucking fun. Love that game. Oh wait, I uh, pod racing, great idea. Pod racing in a video game, even better. Idea. <laughs> uh, I had the getaway. This was um, that was my last game. Yes, fucking high five, Ben. Boom, the getaway. Wait, why do uh, I not know another demo is? disc game? Uh, let me tell you, it is basically Grand Theft Auto, but set in London. And if Guy yeah. Ritchie developed it and directed it, yeah, you play as awesome. like proper fucking london gangsters who are fighting for power while you've got like the triads which are like the chinese gangs and you've got the yardies there's jamaican gang and you're basically fighting for power while you get i think you get like exploited like somebody kidnaps your girlfriend or something and you like have to work for them because they've kidnapped somebody you love mm-hmm. it's literally just game theft auto but london if guy Ritchie made it and it's a fucking absolute blast 
That's crazy. It was the first game I ever played where you could get out of a car and get into a car because I hadn't played Grand Theft Auto at this point in time. And it was like it blew my mind because I had played racing games and I had played shooters, but it combined those two things together. And I just remember being like, this is the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. Ever. Okay. In, in searching for PS2 games, I found three more. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep up with you guys and I'll do three more here. Uh, the Incredible <laughs> Hulk movie tie in. Uh, I played so much of that, grabbing fucking tanks and throwing the tanks around as the Incredible Hulk. Played this game so much. Uh, really, superhero superhero game tie-ins yeah. peaked in 2004. They That's they what did, we yeah. uh, there was the game <laughs> Scaler that almost popped up on our podcast, which is the 3D platformer you play as a boy got, oh, got yeah. turned into a lizard. Scaler. Uh which is it's if you look up screenshots of it, this game is wild looking. This game looks like a fucking like fever. It's a tree. it's oh a fever tree, hundred percent. He looks like a Walmart Spyro. What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Is he is a, he is a, he is a wish Spyro. I want sure. Spyro, mom. We have, we have Spyro. Spyro. Home. Uh, and my last one, I don't know if you guys ever played this, but this was Stuntman Ignition, where you played as the stuntman and you got to do yes, yes. yes. Fucking hell! I forgot about that game. That game ruled. I it was the crash so mode much. from Burnout as a video game. Yep, I played so much Stuntman Ignition, and I absolutely loved this game. Fuck, I forgot that game existed. Oh, that was another. That was another one that was in that weird uh, mid period of PS3. Xbox yeah, it was so Xbox, strange. PS2. Yeah, it was okay. so good though. Um, my last one, I put one on there just because I was like, ah, let's see if this is like you know, if I feel like I'm not gonna win. Uh, I had SingStar 80s on there. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, I did play a fair bit of SingStar, to be fair. A uh, group of my friends growing up, they was big on SingStar. That's hilarious. Um, okay, so let's. Yeah. I'm going to go down our lists here, and we'll read them all out, and we'll let you guys at home decide who do you think has the best list. So the, the Discord and as well. Yes. So starting with Kai, this is Kai's games on his PS2 Mini. It is Jack and Daxter, The Precursor Legacy, Ratchet and Clank, Star Wars Battlefront, Destroy All Humans, Spider-Man 2, 007 Agent Under Fire, Call of Duty 3, Thrillville, Whiplash, I Ninja, and SSX Tricky. That is a that is that is a banging lineup of games. That's right actually there. that's really all over the place, but very solid. <laughs> it's a lot of genres. <laughs> well, that's what they usually do. Usually genres. there's like a, like a, one of each genre when they yeah, have I mean these, like, like the PS1 consoles, had so. like Tekken 2, Metal Gear, yeah. Ridge Racer, like they were all over the place. Uh, my list is Burnout 3 Takedown, Kingdom Hearts, Ratchet Deadlocked, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, Soul Calibur 2, Guitar Hero 3. Uh, also, it, my, my mine comes packed in with a guitar, so you don't have to buy a guitar. So, uh, <laughs> that just, I mean, that would sell, that would sell copies anyway, <laughs> yeah. that alone. Uh, Dot Hack Mutation, uh, The Sims 2, Tony Hawk's Project 8. Yu-Gi-Oh, Duelist of the Roses, Shrek 2, and Sonic Heroes. I'm feeling a little <laughs> bad about the Shrek 2 on there, but you know what? We're going to roll with it. Why? It's such a good game. Don't feel bad Keep about it. Keep an open mind, people. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and rounding us out, Ben, this is your PS2 Mini. Comes with Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Simpsons Hit and Run, Prince of Persia, Def Jam, Bully, or... Um, I already forgot. Oh, that, yeah, that Canis Canis Canis Semperfy. Thirteen FIFA Street Two, Midnight Club Three, Gun Tekken Tag Tournament, and the Warriors. I will say this: 
of all of the lists, the one I find most realistic that if Sony released a PS2 classic, like what the games would be is Ben. I feel like Ben <laughs> is varied enough, but also has popular enough games. I feel like you'd have to have lived my very specific yeah, childhood. But yeah. I, I, I also think that, I mean, like, maybe it's because I also lived your very specific childhood, but that is like <laughs> the dream PS2 mini. Like if they came up with those no, games, I, I would not be disappointed at all. It's, it's like, you know how like, on sometimes on consoles when they do these like launches of old ones there's like nine banning games and then there's that one obscure one that everyone's like why the f- that's jared shrek too there's like this amazing <laughs> line or whatever that's that's, that's, whatever. that's the intelligent cube <laughs> of the my <laughs> ps2 my ps2 yeah. drafts <laughs> god yeah that was on the ps classic wasn't it god. yeah yeah it was we played it there um yes that is our list Put it together. We're going to let you guys decide who has the best list. What PS2 classic, based on the games that we chose, would you be more enticed to purchase? Uh, we'll put it in the Discord. We'll put it on social so you guys can check it out. Because I'm very curious to see uh, people that aren't associated with nostalgia and these games <laughs> where their uh, mm-hmm. where their where their decisions go. But that is all for for this episode. This bonus episode here on the Patreon, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for getting to the end of the episode, as always, and showing us support. We really appreciate all of our patrons here on Patreon. Uh, But until next time, we'll see you next month with the next bonus episode. Peace out, guys. Deuces. Deuces.